Oh, <laughs> 
do respect to His Holiness um, Amiya Vilas. Tells us that there's um, 
another factor to material activity, which is the Supersoul. That the Supreme Lord is present in each and every one of our hearts as the Supersoul. And uh, He's guiding the movements of the living entities. I mean, we may want something. Everybody wants something, right? So, but how do you actually achieve it? And so many people achieve what they want. It's almost miraculous because the Lord is in the heart guiding. Okay, you want to be the manager, you want to be the president, or you want to be... Not everyone achieves everything they want. Maybe someone wants to be the president and becomes the mayor. Maybe he doesn't have the karma to deserve being the president. But uh, to get ahead in whichever field he wants to or she wants to get ahead in, Krishna is guiding from within. But that's not his real purpose. In fact, he's very disinterested in guiding us in our material activities. He's waiting, when are we going to want to go back to the spiritual activities? When are we going to want to look out to him? Like, well, there's an example that in the Upanishads, that the Supersoul and living entity are like two birds in a tree that are they're actually loving friends. But the one bird is just looking at all the fruits in the tree and wants to enjoy the fruits. When the other bird is looking at his friend, when is the friend going to look to me? When is the friend going to, you know, get the mind off the fruits and, and come back to our friendship? So, in the material world, the people are busy trying to enjoy the fruits that the material world offers. And sometimes that leads them down very dangerous paths where they do things which are not ethical, not moral, not beneficial. And they start building up a negative uh, karmic record. And things start to go bad for them. And uh, materially speaking, so all these different things are described in the Bhagavad Gita and the Srimad Bhagavatam. The <laughs> jungle of the material world, the forest of the material world, material enjoyment, how it leads people in different ways. So uh, the forefathers, our forefathers here in America that were the pilgrims, that had come for some spiritual and Ravinda uh, was telling us, as I asked, what was the meaning of pilgrim? Why were they called pilgrims? Because usually a pilgrim means like uh, someone who's on a spiritual quest. They said, well, they were very orthodox, uh, I forget the word he used, uh, but uh, Puritan, Puritan, uh, Puritan uh, Christians who practically didn't read any other book than the Bible didn't do anything, they, they, were, they were, they couldn't survive in England, it was too promiscuous a society for them. So they came to America to make the pure alternative, the spiritual society, based on God consciousness. I mean, not many people in the world today know that history. 
that maybe maybe some American students or maybe others from other <coughs> backgrounds may not know, but that there is this whole history of uh, Puritan, very uh, deep religious motives where they're coming to America. That's why they're called pilgrims. And in their quest for a new land and a new opportunity and a new spiritual life, they had to face a lot of trials and difficulties. And this was their day for thanking God, <clears throat> for helping in so many ways, for so many things that they were grateful for. And <clears throat> that's another aspect of spiritual life that it says most people, they tend to be miserly. They're not grateful for all the help that people do. And I'm sure anybody, if they have someone who you, you do something for them, or you see people doing things for them, and they, and they don't respect it, they don't appreciate it, they don't, they're not grateful for it, you kind of think the person's a bit of a snob, or I don't know, if the person's lacking something in their human depth. So in our spiritual life, they go, it says that if someone's not grateful for the help that we get from Krishna and his different representatives, that basically we're a miser. <clears throat> we're just being miserly. Why shouldn't we be why shouldn't we be gracious and why shouldn't we be grateful? And why shouldn't we be very appreciative of anything? What do, what do we deserve that somebody does for us? If they do anything for us, then actually, it's just their kindness. I mean, we're not uh, anybody that special than anybody else, and somebody's doing something for us. Well, we should, you know, be very appreciative about that. And that's part of the Vaishnava culture, to appreciate. So we're discussing that actually in our Vedic culture, we don't have one Thanksgiving Day. We have so many Thanksgiving Days throughout the year. Like Thanksgiving Day for Krishna is Janmashtami, his appearance day. We remember Krishna and all the things he did for us. And then we remember Radharani and her mercy. We have Radhastami. Then we have like Gorpurnima. Then we have the Guru's appearance day and Vyasa Puja. And like, and like that, so many are different previous acharyas and their vyasa pujas and their appearance days. So throughout the year, I don't know how many festival days there are, 25 or 50. I'm just guessing, I, mean, I never took the trouble to count them all. <laughs> but uh, the many Thanksgiving days where we focus on a particular personality who's helped us in different ways and then we celebrate that. Well, this is also nice that one day in general just to think and be grateful to everyone who's ever helped us spiritually, especially. Although probably the original celebrant was even materially helping. <coughs> I know 
Sometimes some grihasas they came to Krishna consciousness. I met one couple for 16 years, they couldn't have children, and then after chanting they got a child. Of course they were very grateful for that. So there may be many other things that people are grateful for. That, uh, but, so we don't want to limit it. It could be any, any kind of uh, help we get from Krishna and his in any way. <clears throat> but that our, our culture is one of uh, gratitude, um, appreciation. So I was thinking that there's a song by Vasu Ghosh where it's a song about appreciation, about gratitude. It's a song he wrote to Lord Chaitanya after Lord Chaitanya left the world. And then he was just thinking back, well, what if there was not Goranga? What if he didn't come? Where will we be? <clears throat> who would have, and then you know, who would have given us the Harinam Sankirtan? Who would have given us uh, Radha and Krishna understandings? Yeah, it's a very beautiful song. I mean, practically. You break down in tears if you can understand what the meaning is of each of those lines is because there's so many things that Lord Chaitanya gave to us. <clears throat> so I was thinking like that, well, if we have a little interactive class <laughs> and we start thinking, what are all the things that Prabhupada, that Krishna, that uh, Lord Chaitanya have uh, given to us. And of course, some of the things I already mentioned, like uh, the chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. We got the, the Maha Mantra. Of course, for many people, Maha Mantra is very esoteric. It's such a thing that if you don't chant it, it's very hard to understand it. I mean, you could observe people chanting and singing, and as the chanting gets more intense, and they start dancing, and uh, it looks all very esoteric. And, but what's going on here? I know the first time I saw the devotees chanting, I thought they were all experiencing some kind of Kundalini Shakti. But <laughs> <laughs> I was a yoga, I was. I'm sure everybody speculates something you know, when they can't try to figure out, but it's actually something very sublime. That you just start to feel very naturally blissful and ecstatic when you are in that kind of meditation on Krishna. But unless somebody tries it, you know, I remember one person, I tried it, nothing happened. I said, how long have you tried it? I said, Hare Krishna once. <laughs> Hare Krishna, I didn't feel any ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll try it for a month or two, you know, 
But I see it all over the world, wherever we go, whether it's Rio de Janeiro, or whether it's uh, <coughs> Lima, Peru, or uh, Buenos Aires, or Caracas, or whether it's in Toronto, or Montreal, or all over America, or in uh, Europe, in London, or Amsterdam, or Zurich, or Munich, I just go down the line, I mean, uh, <laughs> Rome. We have over, over a hundred different countries uh, where we have Hare Krishna centers, and almost all the countries have uh, some devotee representation. You know, whether it's in Russia, or Estonia, or <coughs> Latvia, or Ukraine, or or in Japan, everywhere you go, as I travel around, as you say, uh, there's always a, a family member to meet, some devotees to to discuss with, and whether it's in Africa, Australia, or New Zealand, or Fiji, or anywhere. There's so many devotees that are are part of our big grabbing on the leg and someone's grabbing on the nose and someone's grabbing on the ear, someone was grabbing on the belly and someone on the tail. So the one on the next is like a big python, elephants and <laughs> python. The one on the ear said, no, it's flat like a banana leaf. <laughs> and the one grabbing the leg said, no, it's like a trunk of a tree. And the one on the belly said, no, it's not like an arrow trunk, it's a big round very big round trunk and uh, on a tree or something. And the one with the tail said, no, like a little snake. <laughs> <laughs> so they all had a partial understanding of what an elephant was, but because they could never put all the parts together, they had a they had a limited view. So in that sense we're very fortunate that Krishna consciousness has a 3D perspective of what a person in you know, 4D would have this thing like that, like an example. Like if you were standing inside, you could actually see how it all puts together and make a lot more sense than what all the blind people were looking. Where somehow you get bits and pieces in different religions, and we don't want to reduce that value because whatever religion they have, it's all part of the absolute truth and all respect to them. But we are very fortunate we have a, a, a broader perspective of things, so how everything fits in, how it all fits together is more clear, and we'd like to share that. My, like my mother, I called her up today and wished her happy Thanksgiving. And <clears throat> she goes to the church, but she chants Hare Krishna. Many of you met her, she comes here for the festival. And and uh, she has a more developed a more of a universal vision, yeah. and I think there's a lot of people in the world that could benefit from the wisdom of the different religions and come to more of a synthesis. But uh, you need that central vision that unites everything else. And that's something that that we do have an opportunity. To, we we have that knowledge.
given in the Vedas of a, a, a greater knowledge. Of course, we can't say we know everything about the Absolute Truth because He's unlimited. Mm. But we know a lot. I have a very broad vision. Probably as much or more than anyone. But uh, that's not the point that we want to be proud, but we want to be grateful. That we do have a lot of information that we like to share that with people. What else should we be thankful about, about, about Guru? Um, there are many, many things, but this is something I was just thinking of recently is that I'm very thankful, first to Srila Prabhupada, for laboring so hard to present the philosophy in the, in the form of his books, and also to the devotees in the Bhaktivedanta, I'm sorry, uh, Bhaktivedanta Book Trust, and also the devotees in the uh, archives, who put it all together in the form of books, uh, CDs and MP3s, and now we can hear Prabhupada speaking, giving his classes, we can study Prabhupada's books, and be blessed continually by his instruction. So I'm very thankful to him first for doing it, and then to those devotees who helped him to prepare it all. If you could focus in on the people when they speak, Thank you a little late on this one. <laughs> so you were grateful about uh, Prabhupada presenting the knowledge and all the devotees in the archives and BBT. and BBT who have preserved and uh, are publishing it and making it available to yes. us. Yes. Jai. Jai. About, uh, I don't know if they preserved any of the culture. Doesn't seem there was so much of a concept among our early settlers, but uh, in South America and the Aztecs and the Incas, they a little bit got preserved. And they found some deities of Vishnu and Durga in South America, which shows that there was, uh, but I heard that. The Roman Catholic uh, Church recommended to the Mexican government to send the deity back to India. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it was something of their culture, of their background. And so there's obviously some ancient connection with it. And we all have more unity than we know about. We should definitely be grateful. Who else? What other spiritual gratitude? Well, we got Chitra Lake. <laughs> says so many things. Sometimes things you regret. Sometimes things are good. And the tongue also it eats. It's very voracious. So many we can overeat. We can eat the wrong things. So, so how do you control the tongue? You have spiritual foodstuffs which keeps our tongue busy because it would be very hard if you didn't have anything to eat. I think very few people would survive Krishna consciousness without prasadam. When Prabhupada first came uh, to the West, he called it his spiritual weapons, was prasadam. I think Gulab Jamun was so... Uh, Bullets. <laughs> it's, it's gone bullets. It's gone bullets. 
Their smile touches the heart. And Radhamadan Mohan, who are the Bazayan deities in Panihati in India, they have come here just to attract us from the material world. So we should be very thankful for their presence. And that way, there's an opportunity for everyone to participate in that gratitude to the deities. Those who are initiated, they can worship the deities, take a turn during the week, during the month, a day in the month, a day in the week, whatever takes some time, when they come and personally do some seva. These are the community deities. If they go around visiting homes today and tomorrow visit some more, we see everyone has little deities that they worship to some standard. But these are the community deities, and Prabhupada said that they're special. Everyone has a responsibility for the maintaining and serving the community deities. It's not an ordinary thing. And those who are not initiated, they can also come and do some seva. In some temples they have the name of the deity, like in South America and Santiago, they have the Gornitai deity, so they have the Gornitai Seva Club, where people offer so many hours a week or a month to do Seva. So you can do Seva by coming and doing, you know, making garlands or fixing the plumbing. Or, it's all needed, you know. The deities also need waters. Drains have to be cleared. And then there's also some other special uh, <coughs> seva opportunity that people who are working outside and earning. Now the temple has a special program for contributing on a monthly basis something to the deities, starting $31, which is what's that? <laughs> Panihati Seva. Panihati Seva, and then 50 I cook the Sevak 51, Matura Sevak 101, Dwarka Sevak 201, Vrindavan Sevak 501, Atmani Vedam 1001. If you go beyond that, then you can specify. Or <laughs> <laughs> lower than that, anything, you can bother to specify. These are already named sevas. But that's <clears throat> the idea is that before the temple was maintaining by like sending people out to, to raise funds and sell flowers in the intersections, we get bad name for people and they don't look at that very favorably. So, so we have a big no, still we're going to distribute books in different ways, maybe we're going to distribute I don't say, but um, we'd like to make it primarily for more productive, uh, I mean, more direct preaching type of things. So we can do that if the temple is maintained, that we can show our gratitude and thankfulness to the temple. If everybody signed up up to their capacity, their capacity was zero and they could give time, then give time. If they can give time and money, then give both. 
but put into action a little bit of our gratitude that we have deities, we have a temple. Okay, there's some overheads here. Balabhadra Prabhu for many, many years has been struggling to pay the mortgage and to fix the place up and now uh, Veda Sar Prabhu and his team is uh, concentrating on this and they're coming up with these different schemes. So let's give them support. They're, they're willing to give us the accounts and keep things transparent. And, uh, and from our side, we're earning, we owe something to Krishna, we should give. <coughs> so that's the one way we can show our gratitude. With having deities is something very special. But deities are living. They're here, they, they get fed every day. Their clothes get changed, their kiwiks get burned, their <clears throat> flowers, the garlands, the pudan, the electricity for their lights has to be paid, the, the food for the people that do all this service has to be, you know, get so many <laughs> overheads, so, yeah, so everybody can, and plus Prabhupada said it's not only, I mean, you can't do it. You have to have the gardens and everything has to be, all the deities. The guest houses, the ashrams, the bathrooms, everything should be up to a high standard. So we hope that everybody up to their capacity signs up for one of those uh, sevas. Whatever your capacity, I think there's already, how many people are contributing now? About 35. So there's already 35 who stepped forward and... You can see a show of hands even over there. They are. They're sitting right here, most of them. Oh, the names are here. You can see, but you can get your name up here. <laughs> on the blessed list. <laughs> and anyway, Krishna knows, okay, you're helping. That's how we purify our, our Lakshmi. If we're working, if we're outside the temple, then we're giving something to Krishna. Otherwise, you know, maybe somebody's a hand to mouth, maybe it's... Even then, Lord Chaitanya's pastime, Kolavetsha Sridhar, was very poor, but he would give 50% of what he earned uh, the prophets for worshipping the Ganges. So, Someone calculated, I will give 5%, I give 10%, whatever percent you can give something. There's an opportunity to formally commit to giving to the deities. This will be a good day. <coughs> if at the end of the day, another 10 people sign up, maybe I'll get a blessing too. <laughs> You got some form? Anybody interested? <laughs> he'll, give, he'll hand out, but he'll have the forms out. I can take the names down. If you want. You don't get a copy? No, I lost the guy. 
Once you go on a piece of the paper, they can put the name on it and see. A lot of devotees here don't realize that, but we should be very thankful to you as our, at the time as our GBC, to, to, to take the responsibility for the installation of Shishi Radha Madan Mohan, because without your agreeing to do that, they would also not be here. So on behalf of all the devotees, we're very thankful to you for taking that risk to allow us to install Shishi Radha Madan Mohan. Jai Jai! 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 They gave me the mercy <laughs> to be able to act as a humble instrument. But I'm interested to make a donation for the Did you make money? Very humble donation. <laughs> One time shot. <laughs> Krishna conscious bhajans and kirtans. You're grateful for Krishna conscious bhajans and kirtans. Without bhajans and kirtans. Especially Bengali bhajans. I guess you hooked it. You like the Bengali bhajans. I guess there's some Sanskrit. Um, I'm grateful for all the devotees that have been and are dedicated to these deities and the service of these deities in this temple. Truth, and uh, 
we have a complete vision that absolute truth is visible in three forms as impersonal, localized, and ultimately he's the supreme person. We are people because he's a person. And uh, we have to be very grateful that that's been handed down to our entire Guru Parampara, all the previous Acharyas who have uh, carefully handed down, said that this knowledge is like a ripened mango. And we get the mango from the top of the tree, it's so ripe that if, you, if it drops, it'll smash, so it has to be handed down carefully from one person to the next. And uh, in that way, it's uh, carefully delivered to us. There's a kind of uh, mango in India which is so soft that if you put it down on the table, it'll bruise. <laughs> it's just, uh, so they have to put it on cotton. Wow. It's a very soft mango and then it's very juicy. So, so Vedic knowledge is something like it's very juicy mango that you have to very carefully hand it. People receive the knowledge through devotees handing it one to the next. And then festivals. I personally involved in many festivals and having the Krishna Conscious Festivals is something which uh, is a very big mercy because uh, when we get all together it's much, you know, it's one thing when you have a small group chanting, that has its beauty. You can share, have a family meeting. When we get together and have a big gathering, that has another kind of energy and inspiration. <clears throat> so I'm grateful for the small groups and I'm grateful for the big festivals. This is kind of a medium festival, but it's also nice. <laughs> medium big. A big, not super, but big. And Tonight we've already expressed our gratitude for the prasad, but I want to express my gratitude to the cooks. <laughs> Today,
I was thinking that so many things. I mean, I'm really grateful to Prabhupada for revealing to us the holy dams. Right. I'm fortunate to live in Mayapur Dam, and uh, we've been Mayapur and Vrindavan and Jagannath Puri were revealed to us by Srila Prabhupada. The places on this planet where Krishna appears. And he told us about so many other holy places. So we are very fortunate that our spiritual master, our Acharya, has revealed to us that there are places which are imbibed with spiritual energy. And then also just the gratitude for the whole process of devotional service, that, that we can engage our senses in Krishna's service, and thus control the senses and become uh, in contact with Krishna. If we didn't have some spiritual activity to perform, we would just be performing karmas. And if we're performing karmas, we get entangled in the material world more and more. And the more that we get entangled, then the more that, that you know, difficult it is to, to get out and the, all the reactions. So here we have the opportunity to engage directly in Krishna's service through the process of bhakti, yoga. And thus uh, we being transcendental to the laws of karma to get back to Godhead at the end of life to get to Krishna's eternal abode. Then of course all the esoteric things like there may be many paths which give salvation, but then to give love of Godhead is even more is <laughs> <laughs> even more special. So Lord Chaitanya gave us this love of Godhead and especially love of Godhead in, in different levels and different forms. Love of Godhead in Radha Krishna and Vrindavan Dwarka and Mathura. I think we have so much to be grateful for. So much to have uh, Thanksgiving. So our kirtan today is our, was our prayer of Thanksgiving. And uh, part of the Thanksgiving ceremony is of course to commit ourselves to doing some kind of a seva. To think what we can do to in the next coming year put into practice whether it's chanting or serving or contributing or, or practicing in our personal lives. And making that kind of personal commitment to ourselves that this is what we like to do.
So just, we could go on. I mean, there's so many things. I was thinking that Krishna consciousness is so amazing. When I was looking around, uh, when I was uh, 18, 19, trying to find what was the answer to the questions of life, it's very hard to find even the basic answers. Hmm. When I heard about karma, it was such a mind-blowing as well. It was the first thing that made any sense. And, uh, but even amongst those who know about karma, there are many who don't understand it very well. And then once you understand karma, well, you want to get out of it. <laughs> so how we can get out of karma but if we're not doing something selfishly we're doing something in devotion for Krishna then we're not attracting more karmas so that's that's the secret of bhakti yoga how we can act in the material world and by offering our activities to Krishna, then we remain spiritualized. And Lord Chaitanya, he also had uh, things, like it was the birthday of Nityananda, so he wanted to observe Nityananda's birthday with a special Vyas Puja. But then Nityananda Prabhu wanted to worship Lord Chaitanya, but then Lord Chaitanya said, everybody worship Nityananda. And uh, there are many, when Haridas Thakur, I, I just came here, I was at the temple installation in Jagannath Puri of our Bhakti Kutir. Mm. It's the temple where Bhakti Vinod Thakur spent the last years of his life chanting Hare Krishna. Uh -huh. And Krishna came to him in a dream when he was uh, and the retired Grihastha told him that if you go to Jagannath Puri and chant in an ashram near Haridas Thakur's Samadhi, then you will deliver the Western world. Krishna consciousness will reach to the West. So even his Nirjana Bhajan, his solitary worship, was with the spirit of bringing us Krishna consciousness. So I was thinking how grateful we have to be the Bhaktivinoda Thakur. We don't know how many great <coughs> saints and acharyas have been praying for the deliverance of us hopeless muchas <laughs> in the Western world, in the Christian people. Because of their spiritual and pure desires, we have the opportunity to practice something which was normally reserved only for very great saints, <coughs> Rajarshis and such people. So now it's been made available by Lord Chaitanya and his followers, by the uh, previous Acharyas and Prabhupada, to us here in America. I'm sure that uh, it's the biggest thing that happened since uh, the Puritans and the Pilgrims had the Thanksgiving. Looking down from us at Priti Loka, they'll be very happy that we're practicing God consciousness 
in a very unsectarian, universal approach, in a pure way, pure as we can. So, I could go on. There's like unlimited things to be grateful about. But uh, I don't want all the prashad to get cold and everybody to curse me. <laughs> then I won't, they won't be thankful for this class. <laughs> so thank you. Jagannath Baladev Subhadra. Aribol Prabhu. Yeah, What's your name? <laughs> well, just for the movie, you know. His name is Nandudas. How long have you been in this movement? How many years? 17 months. <laughs> what? How many years have you been in this movement? I think he should be about a big fighter. Big fighter. It's a Nando. It's a Nando. Pomadaji. <laughs> oh yes, it's mini. <laughs> Look at the top of Turkey. Thanksgiving 2005. We are having uh, tofu turkey. Takino de uh, tofu. Actually, we are very happy because our uh, dearest Guru Maharaj is here, blessing us with his presence. That's about the preparations you have made for this festival. Like I said. Yeah, say again. Mashed potato, made by the most famous potato measure in town. Welcome to the gravy, brother. Grandmama ain't got nothing on me. This is the gravy. That's the brown gravy. Okay. So I'm not going to say that in the tempo room. if you want to, oh, but they have to come back. I, I don't know how. I'm hey, go ahead. Look at that. What are you doing? Go on the other side. Thank you, Maharaj, for coming. You have the... Yeah. 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 Where's okay. my They're going to come. Where's my mobile phone? You have to share one seat there. 
It's a bag that has my dry fruits. In the kitchen? Yeah. But if I cannot bring you, I'm telling you. Hadi Babu, good to see you. First ride of Krishna Deities. Babuji, don't push this button in and out. They make their own. Yeah, we should do something like this. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Wanna lunch? Something like that. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Thank you. Hello, Nel Bishabha. Nel Bishabha Pasaj. Do we get paid for being in this movie or what's the deal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or in the credits at least. And then we should have a, a release form that says, I am <laughs> agree to be filmed. What do you think about that, Tanya? Swami Hema. Chalo, chalo. Dai Guru Maharaj, Kizai! You also basically when you out of sight, not the course. Like when he's out of sight. We used to actually run behind the course, but we stopped doing that. When he's out of sight, then you can out of sight. He's out of sight. Thank you for watching our videos. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. We publish new videos every day. And don't forget to like and share our channel.